0: Welcome back to the Hot to Daily Pick Show for Sunday, April 24th. we with some more NBA and MLB action for today. Got a couple of great games on slate here for Sunday. So we'll jump into that in a second. Quickly recapping Saturday's card. We start out with a loss in the Mavs Jazz game. Had the over in that one. That game goes well under. Currently, the Marlins are up one against the Braves in the sixth. So hopefully they can hold on to that one. Get us a nice underdog win there. And we do have the Grizzlies minus three yet to play tonight. And we did cash our underdog bet. In the UFC, we had the under one and a half rounds in the burial right fight. That one submission in the first round, easy win there. So hopefully we can kill profitable here for Saturday. But check the YouTube community tab, Twitter, HotDebets.com as always for the results for all of those picks. And without further ado, let's get into Sunday's card. going to start out in the MLB today since it is Sunday got quite a few early games taking a look at the Red Sox taking on the Rays Rich Hill on the mound here for the Red Sox in this game Shane McMillahan on the mound for the Rays the Red Sox come into this game the 15th overall team in the hot to Bet power ranking the Rays are the 18th overall team and you know Hill making his third start of the season McMillahan making his fourth start of the season and both these guys you know have been all right pitchers uh McMillahan you know a 1.0 whip through 15 innings pitch has really you know had a good performance hill not quite as good 1.56 whip through nine innings pitch hill also has a 7.0 era you know really struggled against the tigers and the twins in his first two games mcmillahan was definitely the best better pitcher um, in his matchup so far a 2.4 era solid performance especially against the cubs in his last start Um, and one thing mcmillahan has really just done a super impressive job of this season is striking guys. Guys out a 40.7 strikeout percentage absolutely insane i mean yes it is you know 15 innings is three games um it, it's not a you know a huge sample size but very very impressive in that only an 8.5 walk um hill hasn't been quite as good only a 15% strikeout percentage a 7.5 walk but hill has done a better job you know not giving up the big hits even though McMillan um has done a good job you know striking guys out the hard hits has been a little bit more of a struggle he's allowing a 41. Hard hit percentage and a 91.5 average exit velocity. Hill, on the other hand, only allowing a 35.5 hard hit percentage and an 89.3 average exit velocity. Expected batting average for Hill, a 260 and a 250 or 522 expected slugging. Uh, McMillahan gets the edge there, 185 expected batting average, 342 expected slugging. And, you know, McMillahan has been a very solid pitcher this season, a very, very good start to the season. Hill, not so much, but it's not like he's been a terrible pitcher by any means. But, you know, when we look at the two bullpits, for these two squads, it hasn't been, you know, the greatest pitching in the world by any means. I mean, it's been two teams who, yeah, we saw yesterday no runs through the first nine innings of the game, but um, that's not all because of the pitching. You know, for the Red Sox, a 3.82 team ERA, 20th in the league, Rays right above them with a 3.75 team ERA, 19th in the league in that category. And really, both teams are pretty dead even when it comes to scoring runs and giving up runs. And they're both sitting right at 500 um, or right around anyway. So, You know, it makes a little bit of a sense in in that aspect. The Red Sox, 3.86 runs per game while allowing 4.0. The Rays scoring 4.5 runs per game, allowing 4.21. Red Sox, a minus two run differential. The Rays, a plus four run differential. So, um, you know, run-wise, you know, very, very similar stat lines. And both these teams have hit the wall, hit the ball fairly well this season. The Rays, 8.36 hits per game, while the Red Sox, eight hits per game. Red Sox giving up 7.64, while the Rays only giving up 7.07. So, you know, coming off of a performance between these two teams, while there was five runs scored in yesterday's game, all five of those runs came in the 10th inning, you know, through nine innings, there was no runs scored. Certainly a game that does not scream over by any means. We saw seven runs um, in Friday's matchup, but I really do think with Hill and McMillahan on the mound here in this game, we're going to see a much higher scoring game. I think these are two teams that are really prime to hit the ball, to score some runs, and we we haven't seen it so far in the series. I think here on Sunday, it picks up a little little bit. And I think we have a pretty high scoring game. So taking the over seven and a half runs here for Red Sox Rays. Now, jumping over to the NBA for some playoff action. Starting off, the Warriors taking on the Nuggets. Warriors coming to this game, the fourth overall team in the high Tibet power ranking. The Nuggets are the 11th overall team. And, you know, this is a Warriors squad who has the win in the cover in the first three games of the series, obviously, you know, leading the series 3-0 at the moment. All three games have also gone over in this series. And it's quite honestly a Nuggets team that has just kind of struggled to perform here in the playoffs. They by no means looked like a horrible team, but they've just been a team who can't find a win, can't seem to win a game. As far as injuries go, really not a whole lot to report for either of these teams. The only even you know notable thing, any sort of new news, Michael Porter Jr. out with a back injury for the Nuggets, but I mean, nothing really new for either one of these teams, which is great. It's what you want to see when it comes to playoff basketball. For this Warriors team, they've done a really good job shooting the basketball this season. Steph Curry led them in scoring throughout the season with 25.5 points per game, but the playoffs have been all Jordan Poole, um, you know, the heart and soul the the superstar of the playoff for this Warriors squad. 28.7 points per game for him. And the Warriors are the number one shooting team in the league in effective field goal percentage, a 55.5 effective field goal percentage. They're also in 36.7% from beyond the arc and 76.5% from the free throw line. But the Nuggets offensively have been a very, very strong team as well. They've shot the ball very good as well. Um, Nikola Jokic leads them with 27.1 points per game. Aaron Gordon dropping 15 points per game this season. And overall, they've been right up there with the Warriors when it comes to shooting overall. They're actually the second team in effective field goal percentage with the same number at 55.5. Obviously in decimal places, throw it off a little bit, but very comparable in the shooting department. The Nuggets also in 35.3% from beyond the arc, 16th best in the league, and 79.7% from the free throw line. And offensively, the Nuggets are a great team. You know, fifth in offensive efficiency, they actually get the edge over the Warriors. the They're actually the 14th overall team in offensive efficiency, um, even though I would say in the playoffs the Warriors have certainly outplayed that number and the Warriors defensively were a very very strong team this season have been a strong team in the playoffs you know been able to slow down the Nuggets in every game we've seen second in defensive efficiency the Nuggets have struggled a little bit more on the defensive side of the ball which is really why they sit you know with no wins in this series 20th in defensive efficiency now it's not to say that the Nuggets are, are terrible on the defensive side of the ball their shot defense is all right but it's certainly nothing special, allowing a 54.1 effective field goal percentage, 22nd worst in the league, as well as 35% from beyond the arc. Warriors defense, on the other hand, has been very, very solid this season, only allowing a 50.9 effective field goal percentage, and 34% from beyond the arc, and you know, this defense for the Warriors has certainly showed up here in the playoffs, and it's a big reason why they've been able to slow down the Nuggets, but even with that said, you know, we've still seen the over in all three games thus far in the series, and in this matchup on the road for the Warriors I think it leans the over yet again I mean this number has crept up game after game keeps getting a little bit higher a little bit higher because we keep going over Um, but the Nuggets offensively even though they're not winning games are still scoring points the Warriors are still scoring points themselves and for this Nuggets squad The only way they're going to win this game is to just try to out hustle and outscore the Warriors offense. They're not going to win it on the defensive side of the ball. The Nuggets are just not strong enough to slow down what the Warriors have in this one. And really on the road, the Warriors have struggled to, to, you know, have, um, you know, success this season. Um, I I don't know who's going to win this game. I think it's kind of a, a close one to call. I would lean the Warriors once again. I would lean the sweep. But I do think this is going to be a high scoring game once again. I'm taking the over 225 here in this one. And the last game we're taking a look at here for Sunday's card, the Heat taking on the Hawks. Heat come into this one, the fifth overall team in the Hot Tip Power needs The Hawks, the 14th overall team. Heat get the best of the Hawks in the first two, win and cover in those games, end up leading, lead, losing game three by one point on Friday night. But, you know, the Heat were very, very good in the season series against this Hawks squad, went three and one in that. As far as injuries go for this one, Tucker, Lowry, and Barton, I boy, are all questionable for this Heat team. As far as the Hawks go, Williams. And Brown are out. Clint Capella is actually questionable for this game, so we'll see if he makes the return um, to this one. But you know, these are two teams who have shot the ball tremendously, tremendously well. Obviously, you know that's the strong point for this Hawks team, and, and something they have to rely on heavily to stay in this game. Trey Young leads this Hawks squad in scoring with 28.4 points per game this season. John Collins dropping 16.2 points per game. But you know, in the playoffs, the Hawks just have not been as solid of a shooting team. Not that they've been a bad shooting team, but they've certainly had a little little bit more of a struggle um you know especially against a defense that is as good as this heats the hawks a 54.3 effective field goal percentage on the year 37.3 percent from beyond the arc and hit 81.2 percent from the free throw line but they're going up against the heat squad who can shoot the ball very very good as well i mean jimmy butler led this team in scoring the season with 21.4 points per game he's done even better in the playoffs dropping 28.7 points per game through the first three games tyler hero also 20.7 points per game this season and overall the heat are just a, a great shooting team. They're right up there with the Hawks offensively, a 54.8 effective field percentage, 38% from beyond the arc. They're actually the number one three-point shooting team in the league at the moment, and an 80.7 free throw percentage for this Heat team. And even though the Hawks do get the edge on the offensive side of the ball, the Heat have definitely not been bad. I mean, Heat 10th in offensive efficiency, while the Hawks are actually the second overall team in offensive efficiency, but the Heat really have a huge advantage on the defensive side of the ball in this matchup, 5th in defensive efficiency, while the Hawks are twenty. percent 26th on the defensive side of the ball and you know that's been a struggle for the the hawks all season you know they were able to overcome it in game three um get the win over the heat you know unfortunately we had the heat minus one in that game don't end up winning that bet um and they looked you know the the hawks had a great performance in that game were able to come back were able to get the win um in that one but their defense has really just been rough their shot defense especially has has just not been proven this season allowing a 54.3 effective field goal percentage as well as 36.4 percent from beyond the arc defensively the heat you know just a much, much stronger team holding their opponents to a 52.4 effective field goal percentage, as well as 33.8% from beyond the arc. They're actually the number one team in three-point defense in the league as well. And I know I said this in the the last game between these two, but, you know, the Heat being the number one shooting three-point team in the league and the number one defensive three-point team in the league. It's just a stat line that you kind of got to pay attention to. And it is very, very interesting. Um, And I think it's very, very telling on what this Heat team could do in this playoffs. Offensively, both these teams are very, very strong. But I think defense for the Heat um, is going to be too much in in this series, the season, you know, the series long, you know, (laughs) games for the Hawks to just continue to match up with. I think as it goes on, that Hawks offense is just going to have a tougher and tougher time getting through this Heat defense. I think coming off of that game on Friday night, it's going to be really tough for Atlanta to score points in this one. And I think Miami gets it done here. So taking the heat minus two here against the Hawks. And that wraps it up for Sunday's show. Now, if you want to see more sports betting action for everything going on today, head over to hottibets.com. Take a look at all the computer model picks up on the website. Got MLB, NBA, NHL picks being posted every day to the website, as well as horse racing up there if that is something you're interested in. So go take a look at all of those picks from the Hot computer model. Also, follow the Hot main account at Hot on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with everything that's going on over on those social platforms. Also, follow my personal account at Hot Chris on twitter and instagram so you don't miss out on any of the picks i'm giving out and any of the content that i am doing and last but definitely not least if you're watching here on youtube hit that like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on for sunday's card and thanks for watching today's show i will see you guys tomorrow